The sermon from St. John's Evangelical Lutheran Church of Hancock, Minnesota, a member of the Wells, preached on May 5, 2013, based on Revelation 19, verses 11 through 16. I saw heaven standing open, and there they were, a white horse and its rider, who's called Faithful and Genuine. In righteousness he judges and battles, his eyes are as flames of fire, many crowns are on his head. He has a written name which no one knows except him. And he's wrapped in robes dipped in blood. He's called by his name, the Word of God. The armies in heaven follow him on white horses dressed with clean white linen. A sharp, broad sword goes out from his mouth to strike the nations with it. He himself leads them with an iron scepter. He himself trods the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God Almighty. On his robe and on his thigh he has his name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. This is the word of our Lord. Dear friends in Christ, fellow saints, washed clean in the blood of our risen and ascended Lord Jesus Christ. His side ached, his lungs burnt, his legs felt like lead, but he knew the finish line was coming, so he kept running putting one foot in front of the other. He did not give up. He kept at it. He persevered. This earthly life, dear friends, can become so tiresome. It can seem like an endless race. And if you've spent any amount of time on this earth, you know what I mean. This life can become so tiresome, this earthly race. We feel the cares and worries weighing us down. Temptation injures us when we fail and fall into sin. We see wickedness increasing in the world around us and love growing cold. The finish line seems so far off in the distance. And then we feel the ridicule and the attacks from those who are enemies of our Savior, Jesus Christ. How can we persevere? How can we keep on following Jesus? The book of Revelation paints a dreary and troubled picture of this earthly journey. And yet even in the deepest darkness, Revelation never lets you and me forget that Jesus reigns. Yes, dear Christians, Jesus, your Lord who redeemed you with his blood, who ransomed you to be his own, he, he is the one who reigns. For you see, he has defeated our enemies just as he said. That's part one. And he will trample them in the final victory, part two. For just as surely as Jesus ascended, he is coming again in glory. Even if we cannot see it, that finish line is coming. So persevere, for your ascended Lord reigns. That's the theme here today. Now as we begin part one here, think about John the Baptist. Remember how he prepared the way for Jesus? He preached about the work that the Messiah would do. He declared, 
His winnowing fork is in his hands. And he will clear the threshing floor, gathering his wheat into the barn and burning the chaff with unquenchable fire. But do you remember what happened to John the Baptist after Jesus began his ministry? Herod threw John into the dungeon. And as John the Baptist languished in his prison cell, Herod kept about doing his wicked things. Where was the judgment? Where was that unquenchable fire? Where was the deliverance and and salvation? Had John been wrong about Jesus? Was he really the Messiah that John had thought? And so from his prison cell, John sends his disciples to ask Jesus, are you the one who was to come or should we expect someone else? Now, dear friends, How often do we languish in the prison cell of this earthly existence? Our shortcomings, inabilities, and failures limit us like the walls of a jail. The indifference and uh, hurt that others can do lock us in. We look through the Bars of our window and see God's bright promises as if they were just a mirage off in the distance, always far away, while the dim reality of our present existence surrounds us like a suffocating darkness of a dungeon. Doubts fester. Does Jesus really care about me? Is he actually able to help me? Why don't things get better? Does he love me like he says he does? Or is that just some made-up story? When John's disciples came to him with these questions, Jesus pointed them to the miracles he was doing and to the good news he was preaching, just as the Old Testament scriptures had said the Messiah would do. And so also, dear friends, we see that Jesus does exactly as the scriptures says, that Jesus has done what he said he would do, and that he continues to do exactly as the scriptures say. As our ascended Lord, he reigns over all, for he has defeated our enemies just as he said. We turn to the scriptures for this this comfort and proof, no matter how dark our dungeon. For example, we look at Revelation 19, the text here today. And what do we see? We see heaven standing open. And then there they are, a white horse and its rider. The rider is called Faithful and True. For He always keeps his word, faithful to his promises. There is nothing false in him, no sham or show. He is true and genuine through and through. He both judges and makes war justly in perfect, complete righteousness. There is nothing twisted or crooked about what he does. For all his judgments, 
and all his battles are in perfect line with what is right and good. And we don't have to worry that he might misjudge because he doesn't know all the facts. No. He sees all. His eyes penetrate even the deepest darkness and the most hidden secrets of man. For his eyes are a blazing fire. As it says in the text here, he sees all and knows all. And no one can stand against him. Those who follow him throw their crowns at at his feet gladly and willingly. And those who oppose him lie in the dust defeated, surrendering their crowns to him. For he alone wears the many crowns as the King of kings and Lord of lords. He reigns over all. And who is this rider? Well, he is Jesus, of course, our ascended Lord. But then why does it say in the text here that he has a name that no one knows except he himself? We know his name, Jesus. Ah, but how well do we know, how fully do we know who Jesus is? How fully do we comprehend the full extent of what he has done for us? Even the holy angels marvel in wonder and awe at how the eternal, almighty, invisible Son of God became flesh with us. How much Jesus is beyond our comprehension. And how far we fall short of fully understanding, appreciating, and valuing the depth of the agony he suffered for us as he hung on that cross bearing our sins. So far beyond our understanding is our Savior Jesus Christ, our ascended Lord, that only he fully knows who he is and what he has done. The full extent of his name is known to him alone. But don't despair of of knowing him. For just a verse later, it tells us that his name is the word of God. And let's think about that for a moment. Our words reveal what is in our hearts. And so only Jesus reveals what is in God's heart. For he is the word of God. And we know Jesus only through the scriptures, the written word of God. And so the only way to know the true God is through Jesus Christ, the Word of God. And the only way to know Jesus Christ is through the written Word of God, the Holy Scriptures. But in this way, He comes to our hearts and establishes His throne and reigns in us. Yes, He reigns over all, dear friends, as our ascended Lord. And so you can look to him with confidence that he has truly defeated all our enemies just as he said. For as we continue in the text here, we see his robe. It says his robe is dipped in blood. This takes us back to what the prophet Isaiah wrote in Isaiah 63. The prophet describes the Messiah coming out of Edom. Edom was the ancient enemy of God's people, Israel, 
all the way back to the days of their forefathers, Jacob and Esau. As the Messiah comes out of Edom, his robes are stained, stained crimson. They they are splattered like as if he had been stomping on grapes and that red juice just splattered everywhere, staining his robe. And in Isaiah 63, the Messiah explains what he has been doing to God's enemies, to Edom. He says, I trampled them in my anger and trod them down in my wrath. Their blood spattered my garments and and I stained all my clothing. Yes, he has defeated our enemies. Look at his blood stained robe and know that he, he stands as the victor. And only he. Only he could do that. None could help him in that saving work. Only his robe is stained with the blood of our enemies. And what a great victory he won for us over our real enemies, sin, death, and Satan. On the cross, he took the sting of sin as he suffered in our place, as our guilt condemned him instead of us. He defeated our enemy's sin. And on Easter, he broke death's chains, bursting that three-day prison, rising from the grave, returning to life, defeating our enemy death. And he crushed Satan's head, that ancient serpent. He crushed Satan's power, parading through hell itself in victory. Jesus has defeated our enemies. Just as he said, look at his blood-stained robe as the proof of it. He has defeated your enemy, dear Christian. So persevere. Persevere no matter what kind of dungeon the world may throw us into or what kind of doubts may tempt us. Remember John the Baptist and go to Jesus and his word and see that Jesus has fulfilled the scriptures Just as he said, he has defeated our real enemy, sin, death, and Satan. And he gives us that victory. For he reigns over all as our ascended Lord and Savior, giving us the victory that he has won, defeating our enemies, just as he said. Now, as we move on to part two here, Let's consider another person from the scriptures. Let's consider a man by the name of Asaph. He lived in the time of King David and Solomon and served as one of the religious musical leaders. When he looked at the world around him, he saw how the wicked prospered. They lived carefree. They looked down in pride and boastfulness at others and didn't care who they stepped on to get where they were in life. They said to themselves, God doesn't care if he even knows about it. And how did this affect Asaph? Well, in Psalm 73, he writes, Surely in vain have I kept my heart pure. Yes, he almost lost his faith here. When he saw how the wicked prosper, he couldn't figure out why they were doing so well. But then... A little later in Psalm 73, he writes, I entered the sanctuary of God. Then I understood their final destiny. 
Surely you place them on slippery ground. You cast them down to ruin. How suddenly are they destroyed, completely swept away by terrors. Revelation 19, our text today, pictures that final destiny of those who stand against Jesus. Our Lord will return. When he ascended into the heavens, the angels told the disciples that he would return just as they had seen him go into heaven. And so also in here we see him coming out of heaven, not as a lowly child this time, but with his holy angels, the armies of heaven who are clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And Jesus Judges the nations, yes. The words that come out of his mouth like a sharp sword speak judgment against his enemies. He fulfills the prophecy of Psalm 2, which says, He will rule them with an iron scepter. Yes, the nations conspire in the people's plot. The kings of the earth gather against the Lord and against his anointed Jesus Christ, the Messiah. But the one enthroned in heaven laughs and scoffs at them, for he has installed Jesus as the king. All belongs to Jesus. He reigns over all. Those opposed to him will be dashed to pieces, shattered, as when an iron scepter comes crashing down on clay pottery. Or to use another picture, as the text does here, He treads the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God Almighty. Those who stand against Jesus are like those grapes in the winepress that Jesus crushes and trods over under his feet. The final victory is his. He will trample them in that final victory for our ascended Lord reigns over all. And so, dear Christian friends, persevere. Persevere even when you see the wicked prospering and succeeding and and you suffer for doing what is right and good. Don't give up. Don't stop running the race. Don't wander off looking for more in life. Rather, Come into the sanctuary of God's word, the holy scriptures, and remember Jesus. Remember Jesus not only as the one who died for you, but remember him also as your ascended Lord who reigns over all. Remember him as the one who is coming again to trample his enemies, in that final victory when all will be placed under his feet. Yes, dear Christian friends, keep running the race. He will trample his enemies in final victory, but for you, dear Christian, for you who faithfully follow Jesus, Denying yourself, taking up the cross and running the race to the finish line, persevering. 
You who trust in Jesus, your Lord, who ransomed you to be his very own, defeating your enemies, just as he said. You who trust in Jesus as your ascended Lord, who is returning for that final victory. You, dear Christian, you can pray with Asaph of old. As you say, O Lord, I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. You guide me with your counsel. And afterward, you will take me into glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And earth has nothing I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.